Welcome to Sunlight Connections, a homeschool podcast. In this podcast, we hope that you get the opportunity to connect with other homeschoolers for encouragement, tips, and fellowship. Like Sunlight's curriculum offerings, we explore homeschooling through the lens of a literature-rich, Christ-centered education. Join us on this adventure. In the summer of 2022, Sunlight hosted our annual Sunlight Connections Homeschool Summit. We were honored that HSLDA, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, provided an attorney and former Sunlight student to answer our legal questions. Listen in as Amy answers the most commonly asked homeschool legal questions they receive. Hi, my name is Amy Buckmeyer, and I'm a staff attorney with the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, otherwise known as HSLBA. I'm truly honored to be speaking here today at the Sunlight Connections Homeschool Summit. I was homeschooled all the way through from kindergarten through senior year, and my family used Sunlight curriculum throughout my education. Now as a staff attorney at HSLBA, I serve as the main point of contact for our members' homeschool legal questions in 11 states, including my own home state of Wisconsin. Today I'm going to be answering some of the common legal questions we receive here at HSLBA. Is it legal to homeschool? It is legal if you follow the law. Homeschooling is currently legal in all 50 states in the District of Columbia, but the requirements to operate a legal homeschool program differ depending on what state you're in. For example, to lawfully homeschool in New York, homeschoolers must meet a variety of requirements ranging from individual home instruction plans, day, hour, and subject requirements, assessments, and quarterly reports to the district superintendent. But in other states, such as Oklahoma, as long as you teach for 180 days, you can legally operate a homeschool program following your own guidelines. This means no teacher requirements, no required courses, no testing, and no state notification. In other states like Kansas, California, and Illinois, you actually open a private school. Or you might be in a state like Colorado, Louisiana, Iowa, or Virginia, where there are different options for complying with the homeschool law, each one with different pros and cons, depending on your family's specific needs. You will want to make sure you understand all your options before choosing one. As you can imagine, it's very important that you find out what your state's laws are in order to comply with the legal requirements for your state. Where do I find the homeschool law for my state? You can usually find the laws for your state on the website of your state's Department of Education. But if you want to see all the state homeschool laws in one place, you can find easy-to-read summaries and analyses of each state's homeschool law under the Legal tab at HSLDA's website, hslda.org. There you will find a wealth of information and resources for getting started, including a map that compares the level of regulation involved to homeschool in each state. We categorize the states by no-notice low regulation, low regulation, moderate regulation, and high regulation. So if you wonder where your state falls compared to the other states, or if you're thinking of moving, you can always locate that information in one place at hslda.org. When do I need to start complying with the homeschool law? This is going to be very state-specific, and it will likely depend on your state's compulsory school age. Every state has an age when they require a child to attend school. If your child is within that age range, you either need to enroll them in school or comply with your state's homeschool laws to avoid truancy charges. For example, in Mississippi, the compulsory school age starts at age 6. All children between 6 and 17 must attend school if they haven't graduated from high school. In Washington state, the compulsory school age doesn't start till 8, but goes till 18. In contrast, Louisiana now starts at age 5, 
but also goes until age 18. Knowing when your state requires a child to start attending school can make a big difference, especially if your child has not previously attended public school. But other factors can come into play. For example, laws differ on whether the compulsory school age comes into play at the beginning of the school year or on your child's birthday. In some states, that means that if your child turns six after September 1st, then you probably don't need to register them until the beginning of the following school year. But in other states, even if your child turns six on November 3rd, you might still need to get your homeschool paperwork in. Another example would be if your child was enrolled in the public school before the compulsory school age. In some states, the compulsory school attendance law might now apply to them even if they are younger than the required age to attend school. But then in some of these states, like Pennsylvania, if you formally withdraw your child from public school, they will no longer be considered compulsory school age until they reach the age that it would normally apply to them. Since this can easily get complicated, you will want to get specific advice. HSLDA also provides resources on our website about how the compulsory school attendance law applies in your state. Can I withdraw mid-school year to homeschool? Yes. Even in the states that have a specific deadline for submitting homeschool paperwork, you can get started later in the year. We strongly recommend, though, that if your child was enrolled in public or private school, you submit withdrawal paperwork to the school before you begin homeschooling. Can I homeschool on the road? One of the best things about homeschooling is the flexibility. Not only can you choose how to arrange your schedule and take a week off for vacation whenever you want, but you can also homeschool on the road. If you're studying American history, pack up the RV and travel to the destinations you're reading about. But remember, homeschool law varies state to state, so you will want to be thinking about how long you are staying in a state and when you need to follow that state's homeschool laws. I recommend contacting HSLDA and getting specific advice based on your travel itinerary. Compulsory attendance law applies based on the physical location of the child, not based on where your driver's license is from or where you own property. So you'll want to make sure that you're in compliance with the homeschool laws of any state where you spend a significant amount of time. Can I homeschool internationally? The answer depends on the laws of the country since the country's education laws apply to all children who reside there, whether or not they're citizens. Military families stationed in a foreign country with which the United States has entered into a treaty, for example, NATO, may have different legal protections than are available to citizens or contractors. But again, you'll want to get specific advice. Can someone else teach my child? Especially since COVID started, we have gotten this question a lot. Families are wondering if grandparents can homeschool, or if they can do a co-op where other parents do the majority of the teaching, or if they can teach other people's children. And the answer really depends on the state you're in. Some are much more flexible than others, and even within those states, it can often depend on which option you choose to homeschool under. If you're an HSLDA member, I would seek specific advice from your state's legal team. What record should I keep? This is going to depend on the state where you're in. Some states mandate that homeschoolers keep certain records on file. For example, North Carolina requires homeschoolers to keep copies of attendance, test scores, and immunization records. You'll definitely want to start by checking on what your state requires. But regardless, HSLDA strongly recommends keeping more information in case anyone ever challenges your homeschool or requires more detail. You absolutely should keep more information for high school, including compliance with the law for all four years and work samples. But some other things you might want to hold on to regardless of grade. Information on the textbook and worksbooks, if any, your student used. Samples of your student's schoolwork, correspondence with school officials, portfolios and test results, and any other documents showing that your child has re received an appropriate education in compliance with the law. 
You will want to maintain these records for at least two years, but high school records should probably be kept until your student is pretty well settled in their career. What if I move while homeschooling? Do I need to tell the state that I left? This is going to be very state-specific. Generally, the answer is no. But some states require notification if you move within the state, like Minnesota, and other states, like North Carolina, require you to close your private school when you have finished homeschooling. If you move while homeschooling, be sure to comply with the homeschool law of the state to which you are moving. States have different triggers for when you need to register, much like with the compulsory school age, so you will want to get individual advice on how soon you need to register your homeschool program in your new state. Can my child participate in public school classes or extracurricular activities? It's going to depend on the state and how they define extracurricular activities. For example, Washington State allows part-time enrollment in public school classes and ancillary services, which include many co-curricular activities. Minnesota, on the other hand, allows participation in extracurricular activities, but not co-curricular activities. In Idaho, homeschool students can participate in non-academic public school activities, but they must submit a standardized test or portfolio showing average performance or performance at the student's grade level. In Arkansas, a school district may permit a local homeschool student to participate in sports and other activities regulated by the Arkansas Activities Association. As you can tell, there's a lot of variety in this area of the law, and it's frequently changing as bills come up each year. Can I homeschool my child with special needs? Can I still receive services through the public school? Yes, you can homeschool your child with special needs, and it can be a great option. Many families have found homeschooling is the best way to help them thrive educationally. You may not be a special education expert, but you are an expert on your child. HSLDA has an incredible team of education consultants that can help you get started and design the best education for your special needs student. Whether you can get services from the public school, however, is going to be very state-specific and may even be district-to-district dependent. With some caveats, New York gives homeschoolers a right to access specialist services according to the needs outlined in their individualized education plan. Delaware recently amended their law so that for the purposes of special education services, Homeschoolers are treated the same as private school students. If your state defines homeschoolers the same as private school students, then homeschoolers might have access to the same services offered to private schools. Can I homeschool my child through high school? Anyone can homeschool through high school. Much like with educating your child with special needs, you are uniquely equipped to guide your student through this period of their education because you can best tailor curriculum to fit their specific interests and goals. Keep an eye out for any changes in the homeschool requirements once you hit high school. For example, Louisiana state law requires that the Declaration of Independence be taught in elementary school and the Federalist Papers in high school. What requirements do I need to meet in order to give my child a high school diploma? In almost every state, the administrator of the homeschool program, also known as the homeschool parent, has the authority to set the graduation requirements and determine when their child has met those requirements. The only exceptions are Pennsylvania and New York, where they do have certain graduation requirements to provide a diploma. You have the authority to issue your child a high school diploma, and that diploma is typically accepted by colleges, the military, and employers. Some states back this up with the force of law. For example, Ohio recognizes homeschool diplomas when accompanied by a senior year excuse letter, which means proof of compliance with the homeschool law in the student's senior year. I strongly recommend reaching out if you have any specific questions about graduating your child, no matter what state you're in. Can my child get into college? Absolutely. Many colleges seek out homeschoolers. Especially if you know your child is college-bound, you will want to pay attention to the admissions requirements when thinking about graduating your child. Can my child enter the military? Yes. 
Homeschoolers are accepted in any branch of the military. In 2012 and 2014, Congress amended the National Defense Authorization Act, which makes it clear that homeschoolers may enlist in the military, just like any other graduate from a public or private school. They will for sure want to see things like a high school diploma, high school's transcript, and verification of compliance with any state homeschool statute. The military should not require your homeschooled child to get a GED. What if I want to send my child to public school next year? Perhaps you gave it a try, but homeschooling is not the best fit for your family at this time. You'll want to see if either the public school or your state has a specific policy about receiving transfer students. Generally, the school or superintendent has significant discretion when re-enrolling a homeschooler. Many require a placement test or some sort of documentation. And admittedly, it's much more difficult if your child wants to enroll as a junior or senior in high school than as a freshman. What is HSLDA? HSLDA is a membership-based organization with over 100,000 member families who trust our team of lawyers and educational consultants to answer questions and help them resolve their problems in homeschooling. Our team of attorneys are available to member families 24-7 to assist with their questions, concerns, or problems that may arise with their homeschool program. Our educational consultants can provide one-on-one -on -one advice on everything from preschool curriculum choices to high school transcripts, as well as expert advice on special needs education questions. I would strongly recommend checking all this out and more at our website, hslda.org. Thanks for joining me today. Enjoy the summit and happy homeschooling. Hi there, my name is Sam and I want to welcome you to HSLDA. We've been protecting and equipping homeschool families for more than 35 years. And we want to help you save time and money by connecting you with some of our best resources. So here are four practical ways that HSLDA membership can help you along your homeschool journey. Do you need tips for organizing your day or finding the right curriculum or creating a student education plan for your child with special needs? As a member, you get answers to all your homeschool questions with free, personalized advice from our educational consultants. We know the ins and outs of homeschooling, and we've helped thousands of parents just like you. So whether your child is just getting started, has a special learning challenge, or is coming up on high school, together we can help you discover and reach your homeschool goals. Do you need help understanding your state's homeschool law? Give us a call anytime. Our legal team is here to answer your specific questions and equip you to deal with any bumps in the road. And if your homeschool ever gets challenged, we'll send letters, make calls, and even represent you in court, all at no extra cost. We know you didn't start homeschooling because you love paperwork, so we've made it easy for you. Take the guesswork out of paperwork with our attorney-designed legal forms, templates, how-tos for high school transcripts, and much more. Our online academy offers an expanding range of live, interactive courses for grades 7 through 12. And, as an HSLDA member, you can save up to $125 on every course. And speaking of savings, take advantage of special member pricing in our online store. We carry all sorts of products like books, DVD courses, and even graduation gear like caps, gowns, and diplomas. You can also use your HSLDA membership card to qualify for teacher discounts at retail stores, museums, and much more. If you're homeschooling through hard times, we're here for you, even if you're not an HSLDA member. Every year, we award nearly 700 Compassion Grants to help widows, single parents, military families, and low-income families afford materials and curriculum. 
For children with disabilities, we help struggling families afford the required testing, therapies, and equipment. And we provide emergency relief for families affected by natural disasters, like fires or hurricanes. So there you have it. These are just a few of the many services and resources HSLDA members have access to. To learn more about what HSLDA membership could look like for your family, go to hslda.org/join. Thanks for watching. Thank you for joining us here on the Sunlight Connections podcast. You can also visit Sunlight Curriculum on social media, in our Sunlight app, or at sunlight.com. I am Sunny from Sunlight, reminding you to tune in next time.